It is the evening of the 28th of May 2019. Good evening and welcome to PBE Daily Early Mornings and Late Nights Podcast. My name is Point Blank Yvombi. Very humbled that I got the chance to actually get, make, get to make this podcast tonight because I got home early, jumped straight into the work side of things and believe it or not, a guy got a tension headache as a result of it. And it it's it's a painful one and it's literally just on the top of my left side. But... I think it's also born from good productivity because I, when I got into the office, tunnel vision, got a lot of stuff done that I hoped to really finish and move the move the timelines of the, of the equations I had to put together. And on top of that, I also got to paint this morning and also got to paint this evening. So that counts for something. Some more corrections on the children's book and I got to do that. So I'm... Um, I'm progressing like it's literally like I'm formulating I'm finding my way around how to make great work come to life and the progress I'm having so far is, is on the good side and I'm grateful about that um, aside from that the, the ability to be able to do a little bit of research to move the margins of the kind of ideas that, that would be worth talking about this evening because I, I was all over the place it was very jumbled because there's no audiobook I'm really glued to at the moment yes i do have three others that i had uh, i'd gotten for world war history and stuff like that but i don't think my mind state currently is thinking about making war stories because it those are gut-wrenching to a certain extent and i'm not looking for anything to be gut-wrenching i'm looking for something that would actually elevate and it ended up being more listening to music and everything because the image I used for this morning's podcast was an image in representation of Jay-Z. It was natural that I would listen to a Jay-Z album after the fact and seeing as I'm, I'm part of two hip-hop events that are going to be concurring over the months to come, uh, it, it made sense to just return to that which, which gives me a pulse and keeps me going. Um, there's the Alchemist Boombox Fridays. I'm going to be hosting two of those in the month of june the first one i'm going to host is the last one of the month of may so this weekend if you're going to be at the alchemist bar i'll be on stage hyping the djs are going to be rocking it that night because hip-hop gives me a great element of push so thanks to the team behind boombox and for bringing me in and even taking me under their wing to be a part of this great grand movement that just turned 45 globally so hip-hop is always going to be something i hold dear and i a time will come when I'll, I'll dive deep in, into hip hop, but that's not that's not the topic for today. That one requires me to be in a certain place of euphoria and happiness, and it would be perfect when 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 I have the right way to display it. Because I could go months with topics about hip hop, but today is just not that day. So as a result of not having uh, any audiobooks I was listening to, I decided to revisit some of my favorite podcasts. Of course, Bill Burr came in, and I listened to some of his to just lighten the the mood as of the entertainment I was enjoying and after that I went into another guy called Doug Carlin Doug, Doug Carlin has this podcast called Hardcore History and it's basically he he's the first to tell you he's not a historian and he he more or less is one of the guidelines who gave me like the idea for how to do this particular podcast he listens to history right reads history and then forms his own opinions of that history and how he sees it in regards to comparing it to different periods in time and the one I was listening to, there's there's this one arc he did. I think it was a ten part episode uh, series. I'm, I've only gone. I think this is this is the second time or third time I'm going through it again, and it basically touches on what I consider one of the most uh, constantly revisited empires of all time, and it touched on Rome. Now, 
I know to a great extent it's been said that Game of Thrones was the biggest show HBO ever did and we can't argue with those numbers but if it wasn't for a show called Rome on HBO I don't think the, the show Game of Thrones would have been greenlit at all. Roman history was very well executed in that. They didn't have the budgets that Game of Thrones had, but I believe if they did, they would have done so much more. So I hold on to the hope of that maybe with the money they've made from Game of Thrones, the series Rome gets the chance to come back to life. Um, the basis of the of the Roman stories that that uh, I, I got to when I was listening to the the very first parts, they were talking about how the expansion of empire was happening in Rome, and in times of Rome, of Roman, Rome's rise, after they stopped trying to have kings because they chose it would be easier to have consuls and a senate, the the way to make the the Rome the Roman towns and the Roman kingdom come to life, or sorry, the Roman Empire come to life, was to through conquests, and you can't have conquests without legions and legionaries, and in the initial stages. The, the soldiers who served the Roman Empire had to be people who owned property. So aristocracy were the, were the, were the soldiers. And when that was said, it, it literally struck me. So it means the rich are the guys who fought in the front lines. And each one of the rich had to put, put an army together. And actually, as after you get those soldiers to go fight for you, you are the guy who gets to come back and have uh, a celebration in your honor called a conquest, I think. I forget, but I think it's called a conquest when you come back into Rome and you're given a parade to show that you're the guy. And then it boosts your chances for campaigns to become the next consul of Rome side by side with the other consul of Rome. So the, your number one and your number two could become the, the two controllers of Rome for a time. Now, the thing that struck me about that was, if you look at it, if initially the people who had to fight wars were the rich, it reaches a point where the trade that they're making probably with the different territories around them, it would be impossible for them to decide not to go to war because it would be counter counterproductive for them. Now, that being said, I started looking at another element which was in one of the episodes where I paused because I started having the itis the, the lunch was great and it was kind of heavy but when when I got to that point before I paused and went to some MF Doom they were talking about a specific general who said well the rich don't want to fight in this specific war why not just get the civilians to join the army but then the civilians didn't own property, so it was against the law for them to become soldiers. And they said, screw that. When we do the conquest and we have fulfilled the conquest and all that other territory that we're going to take over, we'll give them land on that. So thanks to the, the legions that are formed thereafter, you get to own something. And when I heard that, it literally made me think to the idea of why we get into workspaces, especially in workspaces of things we're very passionate about, like the nine to fives that we we truly have a position of I love this job and I want to do this specific job and I was sitting there and the thought of why don't we think the way the soldiers thought I don't believe any person joins the military to, to remain a foot soldier I refuse to believe that it doesn't make any sense and it probably it explains itself when you see in history how many generals actually became dictators not many it, it I think it's normally the guys who are in the bottom ranks, like, it's like the corporals or commandants or something like that, or the guys who become the cool leaders and stuff like that. But the whole idea is by joining the military, it gave you food security and clothing security for the Roman legions. Now, when I look at the situation about that, the guys in charge of making security be possible for the, the Roman Empire were the guys who 
made sure things could pop or not. Now, if you take that kind of mentality of a soldier going, because you're going to be, in, by the scale of your teeth, you're supposed to defend a territory that you call home. And I treat every challenge as a form of war. The mentality of a legionary soldier, I mean, think about the situation. They were meeting people who they didn't even know existed. For example, when, the, when they were taking over the Germanic territories or the, the Franco territories, the places that ended up becoming France, and how those particular Gallic wars, the areas of Gaul, and how even that was turned into a form of humor by a Belgian comic book writer making the comic book Asterix and Obelix. I mean, these little moments in time. And think of the constitution you need to have to become a person who decides to go into the unknown and with a blade and a shield, fight your way in and out and take over the territories that, that, that lie there. Being a legionary became the perfect opportunity for you to actually make something of yourself. Now see how far war has come and even when it comes to soldiers in the current day and age, how they, it's not even the easiest for them to make true successes because I look at, take for example, the, the, the different wars in, in my lifetime thus far that America has been in and when I heard that there's a huge number of soldiers, former soldiers who are suffering post-traumatic stress disorder and on top of that, they also have the unfortunate factor of being homeless in their own home country after the wars they fought for the country and when you think about that, it literally makes me think about other wars because, believe it or not, when I got into that rabbit hole of wars, I started looking at other wars. I started looking at World War One and how many people from World War One in Germany ended up in the streets and desolate and not being given reparations by the government and not being paid their pensions. And it easily led to the leadership of the, the Germanic leader who led them into World War Two. No need to say his name. I'm sure those of you who research would know exactly who I'm talking about. Now, a soldier and to be a soldier for one's own personal conquest that's a thing we have to really consider in ourselves it's why i give i give more audience to the person who's going to take the time to lead from the front and fight to the hilt and all that because complaining about stuff is easy because it's words being tossed at a brick wall and it's too much energy lost by just speaking on things but when you take time to pick up the weapons that you need to wield, and in this particular case, let's say in the professional world we live in right now, the weapons you wield are the, the technologies and the information and knowledge that would actually boost your chances of being a force of nature. Your weapons in the current day and age are your wit and your skills. Now, if, if you can't take the time to better one of these two things, you end up staying in a position of being desolate and just end up being a vagabond instead of becoming something of, of value, you become a recluse. Now, all these things have to be considered. So, and I mean, even even in Christianity, there's times where they tell you have to arm yourself with the, with the, with the, the armor of faith. And, and I'm sure there were names given to those particular pieces of armor, which I don't remember at the moment. Maybe you'll share it with me on the messages after, after you hear this. But... The legionaries, the soldiers, the Roman soldiers has always been a fascination to me because when you look at how far they had to go and how much territory they had to control and then think about the different forms of legionaries that were formed in places like Carthage and I'm sure uh, Hannibal Barker was probably trained in the methods of, of, of Rome on how to fight or the methods of Greece on how to fight and even that territorial uh, beef that, was, that existed at that time, it, it's hard to tell what's what 
and it it kind of sucks that when you look at North Africa the the arguments that just starts what being watered down or being distraught when we don't think about the potential of who these leaders were and where they came from i mean for example the the cleopatra argument every time every time the cleopatra argument comes up i always remember watching i don't know which which movie or which show it was and the period of cleopatra cleopatra was a member of the ptolemaic empire and the ptolemaic empire was the time when greece took over uh egypt so the way people get angry about the look of uh cleopatra being not black but being more like caucasian and white think about it we still don't know what color the greeks were or what color the romans were because i refuse to believe that sub-saharan africans weren't involved in anything in europe because apparently according to one of the books i was checking out when we started this podcast the place we call the sahara desert currently it's not it wasn't really a desert it was just a, a product of climate change because it was heavily used for agriculture until the lands were completely used up and when i heard that that it was a product of global warming i don't know to what extent that's factual but it kind of makes sense because if that territory is dry it means probably and this is my personal assumption that the people of carthage and and what is now morocco and the territories up there they used that those lands of what is now uh, the sahara desert to to feed the the empire that was at the top to feed the, the different spaces up in spain and all that now we can't rule that out it could be true it could be false but let's just it, what if right in the end I've gone into like three different rabbit holes born from the fact that I think about soldier mentality and the soldier mentality of a legionary and it's it's something we need to consider. I, I'd strongly suggest that outside of shows like Spartacus where they made the main front line of of the show the sexual conduct of the different gladiators and all that maybe take time to learn about how empires are built and what empires really are because I I constantly hear people throw the word empire and king and queen around and they don't think about the definition of the words and what the, the words entail and the trouble they're in and if you take time to consider these particular factors maybe you'd have an objective angle of how to deal with things that are thrown at you any person who says they want to make an empire i think they've made, mentally made the conclusion that some people will get hurt and in the process of some people getting hurt you'll probably make reparations for that and you will appease whichever gods you follow in the future by creating companies or non-governmental organizations that will cleanse your soul in one way shape or form think about that for every multi-billionaire who built america some of them opened charities and the beef became from and the beef moved from the the conquest to make the money to the conquest to spend the money and especially to spend the money in a righteous way ponder on that we shall dive into those kind of topics in the future whenever my mind goes back to try to make research about those particular topics yet again i'll come back and just give you the conclusions that i've drawn because some of them i have to revisit i am i am born of very many conclusions i've drawn in the past couple of weeks and past, past couple of years to be honest and today it was all about the legionaries and tonight i decided to be legion so that's why today's topic was called this tonight's topic is i am legion and 
I know some of you think it's very controversial to use those specific words, but step away from the faith for a second and just listen to where I'm coming from when I say it. So with that being said, I'm going to call it a, uh, a night for now. There's something I'm watching about a review on, on some manga comic books I've been curious about. I want to finish watching that and I think with this tension headache, I'll just hydrate a little bit more, jump into bed, rise tomorrow morning, make another episode and make some more paintings because there's corrections that I've done. I want to email that before I sleep as well. Or maybe I'll email it in the morning, who knows. But in the end, the whole conquest that I'd like to make is have a proper impression by the end of the week with more pages created and more pages drawn. I'd like the month of June, which is the month of my birth, to have more comic book-oriented work than anything else. So the year should not die without me putting out a couple of comic books. That much I have to attest to a, a, a deadline I've given myself. And hopefully things will go according to plan there's another project in the works and my partners are going to see how we play out with that but say it with me be caesar or be nothing at all thank you so much for listening i'm seeing the numbers going up and i'm grateful for all that i will be sharing post this post this post with different posters that tell you the different platforms my uh my podcast is available do feel free to take time to look at that share subscribe enjoy the show we're getting there, we're getting to learn what we're supposed to be and we're getting to learn what true self-indulgence and curiosity happens with musings. You guys be good, sleep tight. God bless and we shall talk tomorrow. One.